God's love is so vast and incomprehensible, pure and undefiled and straight up unbridled that it will surely take you some time to detox from your own ideas and concepts of what you believe love to be in order to accept his love. It's a love that covers simple mistakes and intentional sin. It's a love that devotes itself full-heartedly to people, regardless of their desire or inability to return it. The lover is not concerned with the lovee's idea of when it is appropriate to show PDA. He simply pours it out in a flood, knowing that it will be the energy we need to survive life itself. For he made life and sustains it both through science and the spirit, oxygen for the body, love for the soul. God shows no partiality. He is no respecter of persons. He takes care of everyone, those who have it together and those who, in their brokenness, tear everything apart for the rest of us. He gives and gives, and he does so freely and gratuitously. Your action does not determine his reaction. His answer is love regardless. He has seen the way we run around offering the depths of our souls to unworthy idols, spirits, people, and objects, and he has decided to be faithful to us even when we are not to him. He is that kind of love, so strong it's offensive, so offensive that it smashes our defenses. It gets up in our business. It plays the field looking for weak points to break through to the other side. When God put on flesh and walked among us as Jesus, he showed us this incredible love. He tracked down the least of these, spent time with them, healed them, delivered them, and genuinely cared for them at his own expense. Not only did this take much of his time and energy, but it made him enemies with the Pharisees, the people who should have known him best. When God comes to this earth, we will be the ones to recognize him, the Pharisees said. For now, take a look at us, and we'll show you what he looks like in flesh. But Jesus, the actual God in flesh, reserved his harshest words for those people. They didn't look like him at all. They didn't have love. They had spent their lifetime studying how God would have them live, and yet they had missed the point entirely. They were absolutely offended by God in flesh when they finally saw him. Why would he spend time with sinners? Why wouldn't he follow legalistic rules and regulations to a fault? Why wouldn't he be one of them? Because Jesus isn't one of them and never will be. He made that clear time and time again. He came to set people free, not enslave them. He came to heal them, not condemn them. He came to deliver them from their enemies, not entrap them. He was the only one to live perfectly on earth and therefore the only one who could have truly expected people to live up to rules and regulations in order to earn love. But instead, he did the opposite. He lived perfectly and expected people to receive grace in return for his perfection. His offensive love was to be offered freely and without condition. So Jesus allowed those who should have known him best to murder him, unleashing God's love on the world like never before. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, cried God in flesh as he breathed his last while nailed to a cross. Lord, do not hold this sin against them, yelled Jesus' first martyr as the rocks bashed against his head.